everybody. I'm Gary Ebersol. Richard Kipling here. And I'm Randy Schultz. Welcome to Camp Codger, a podcast for people in their golden years. Join us to hear rocking chair wisdom from three old guys. A wise person once said, getting old isn't for sissies. It's true. And in this week's episode, we prove that assertion with a list of things that we really hate about getting old. Before we start building that list, Randy takes a look back at the 60th anniversary of the March on Washington and Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech. Randy? That's right, Gary. It has been six decades since a Baptist minister from Atlanta stood on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial in Washington, D.C., and addressed 250,000 civil rights supporters and a national TV audience. The speech was one of the pivotal moments in the American civil rights movement of the 1960s. If you're a baby boomer or older, you know the I have a dream phrase that Dr. King repeated a total of eight times as he described his vision for an equal America. And I quote Dr. King, I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. One interesting fact about this speech, the I have a dream portion of the speech was not in the prepared text that Dr. King wrote for the occasion. Toward the end of the prepared speech, Mahalia Jackson, a famous gospel singer, shouted out to Dr. King, Tell them about the dream, Martin. Dr. King then put his notes aside and improvised from a speech he had previously given to a much smaller audience. The improvised I Have a Dream portion that Dr. King delivered at the end of the Lincoln Memorial speech galvanized the civil rights movement. Dr. King's speech, delivered 60 years ago this week, is now remembered as one of the most important speeches in the history of the United States. And guys, I don't even have to ask you if you remember that speech. We all remember that speech. We do, definitely. What an impactful speech. Truly one of the, the moments in my formative years when I remember getting a handle on the big picture, what else is going on outside of Birmingham, Michigan, <laughs> that I was too young to fully understand, but doggone it, I was at least start, starting to pay attention. Yep. A lot of us start paying attention. Exactly. Thanks, Randy. I think we can all agree that getting old can be challenging, but I'll bet we each have a different pet peeve about getting old. Some are serious issues that are difficult to deal with. Many are simply irritating. You know, like the little things that trigger grumpy old men like me. <laughs> no, not you. Uh, I have been Say known to be true. Yeah, I have been known to be called a grumpy old man. Anyway, let's get started. Richard, tell us one thing you hate about growing older. Well, I'm going to bounce back to Randy's memory of that speech by MLK. I realize that when talking to young people, you refer to these things and events and personalities and that they've never heard of. They've never heard of that MLK speech. They didn't experience 9-11, much less the Iraq War or the fall of the Soviet Union or moon landings or a time when there were no cell phones or social media. The gap between my experience and that of young people sometimes just plain vexes me. 
Let me ask you a question about that, Richard. I don't know what the, the number of years is. Maybe it's two decades. If it's something that's more than two decades old, then it sort of gets to be history. Yeah. So, we're, so we're talking about Martin Luther King's speech from 60 years ago, literally. I thought at that point, that kind of a, an event would be taught in schools and everybody would know that again. Well, it should be. <laughs> I don't know that it is. I don't, I don't know what they teach in civics or American history or anything else in, in schools, in junior high and high school. But I am just appalled by the things that I experienced that the young students in my class can't relate to. I do remember when I was 20, 21 in college, and there was some older professor going on about the Roosevelt administration or something, and he knew all the names of all the secretaries and all this, and I was going, wow, what is that? I don't know any of this. So maybe that's part of it, but it's still vexing to think things that are so big to you are not even on the, on the map for them. You know what? That's a biggie. I mean, that's a biggie to be peeved about. That's what gives grumpy people <laughs> things to be grumpy about, right? Grump. Let me add one that's far smaller and will not be studied in, you know, civics class. <laughs> <laughs> one of the things I don't like about getting older is reading glasses. Oh. I need reading <laughs> glasses. For God's sakes, what is that about? I've read my whole life and now I can't even pick up my iPhone, which, by the way, didn't exist when I was <laughs> reading so well <laughs> without glasses, and I can't read, you know, the texts and whatnot. What happened to, to make me require glasses? Right. Oh, and then also, where are they? Where are those glasses? <laughs> you know what? I figured that one out a long time ago because <laughs> I heard old people complain about that and, you know, doing that pat on the, the front pockets and stuff. So where are my glasses? Yeah. I have so many pairs of reading glasses. I can just go into any room in the house and there are glasses there. <laughs> I figured that one out. Yeah, I, I actually solved that problem because I've been using reading glasses for almost 25 years and I, at some point in time, just succumbed to the librarian's chain around your glasses. <laughs> and you know that. You've seen me. I wander around with a pair of reading glasses yeah. hanging from my neck. It's not a gold chain. It's not a silver chain. It's just a crappy little piece of, of black string. But I just gave up. So I no longer <laughs> worry about it. I always have a pair of glasses nearby or in my pocket. I have it in my pocket. But I don't care about vanity. So... I just want to be able to read my phone. All right. This this is not a complaint. The first pair of reading glasses I ever saw were hanging from a chain off the neck of a librarian. Yep. And they weren't just reading glasses because this is like back in the 60s. They were those cat's eye reading glasses <laughs> that kind of came up to the little point yeah. on the outside of it. It's like, wow, that's, that's such a fashion statement there, lady. <laughs> I don't do a fashion statement. I do not have cat's eyes glasses with rhinestones in the corner. <laughs> okay. All right, grumpy Gary, you got to give us you one. You know, I'm going to start with a grumpy one. Rap music. I never <laughs> listen to rap music. I hate rap music. <laughs> the greatest music in the world, in my opinion, ended with the 1970s. So why does rap music show up everywhere? Remember how irritating it used to be to listen to Muzak, that canned musical crap they played in retail stores and on elevators? Today, everybody plays rap music. 
it's like music now. It's the new music is rap music. <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally with you. I, I don't get it. I don't like it, I'm no, and I've just decided I'm not liking this kind of music. <laughs> <laughs> In agreement. Richard, back to you um, again. All right, all right. Another thing that I hate, grumpy me, is sports I can no longer play. Tennis, <laughs> oh, yes. soccer, basketball, racquetball, you list it, I can't do it anymore. Let me give you one example. My wife and I were on a walk recently, ambled past some tennis courts when somebody swatted the ball over the high tennis court fence. So I walked over, I picked up the ball, and I threw it back like I was 40 years old. Well, the ball crashed against the fence, didn't get over. (laughs) I tried again, crashed against the fence, couldn't get over. I finally had to come there and lob it (laughs) underhanded over the fence. And the effort just made me realize how effortless my sports life had been and how I'd taken it for granted. So I miss the skills. I miss the competition. I miss the old me. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. And you know, when you threw that tennis ball back after 15 attempts at getting it over the fence, the person, the 20 something on the other side said, thank you, sir. No, (laughs) I think they just shook their head. Just, Oh my God, this old guy. Oh Uh, my God. The underhanded toss. That's something to really hate when you get old. (laughs) Ah, ah, That's good. (laughs) Randy, what have you got for us? You know, I got no hair on my head. (laughs) And that's not even the one I'm going to complain about because I came to grips with that a long time ago. And so that's why I shaved my head. It's like, dang it, if I'm not going to have enough hair over there for a proper comb over, (laughs) I'm going to just shave it off and just be bald and beautiful and and embrace it. All right. So if I got no hair on my head, how come there's hair growing out of my ears? That's what I want to know. Uh, <laughs> that's just not fair <laughs> well you know it's interesting the woman who cuts my hair makes a special point of trimming the hair on my ears <laughs> right and you think oh my god i'm an old man only old men have that hair problem oh god it's so true and that's true why is that i mean i've never i've never heard an explanation for why that's true but it's true. It is. It's like GPT. you don't ever talk to somebody who's 20 years old, 30, 40 even. Man, I got I got ear hair. What, what's going up? <laughs> Nobody ever says that until they're about People 60, are going to get disgusted 65. by this conversation. I know. Sorry, guys. <laughs> if you start talking about earwax, we're done, Randy. <laughs> Here's my paper. I've written them down. I'm going to cross that off. Okay, no, that nothing about earwax. <laughs> So on a little more serious note, one of the things that really bugs me, one of my pet peeves about getting old is what I call glory days reminiscing. You guys remember the Bruce Springsteen song, Glory Days? Yeah. It was one of my favorites. It really is. Not because I like talking about the good old days. It's just the opposite. It reminds me that I really don't have that much interest in what happened in my life 50 or 60 years ago. I know I'm different. A lot of people really love the nostalgia trip. But I hate it when a bunch of old folks get together and talk endlessly about the glory days, not my Mm -hmm. stuff. You know, we did a clutter show here last week. I'm getting rid of clutter. I'm really taking the words of uh, Julie Caraccio to heart. She was our guest expert in the last show. I'm out in the garage. 
uh, getting rid of paperwork. And that's a, that's a glory days thing for me because a lot of my work history mm-hmm. is preserved on paper, mm-hmm. printed stuff, you know, things, brochures I did and magazines I wrote and stuff like that. And we had some fun with that. My wife and I, if you haven't checked <laughs> out the Camp Codger yeah. YouTube She was channel, spying on you. We've, we've got a couple of shorts up about our cluttered garages and what we've done with them and whatnot. I, I get the glory days thing. I really do. Yeah. It's easy to want to keep your glory days stuff, right? Your, your history of your life. Yeah. And I, I want to keep it in, in, at some level, at least some of it. Not me. Anyway, Richard, do you have another one for us? Uh, I do. And this is a serious one that I now spend so much time looking down to avoid tripping or falling. I have stumbled on hikes that I never used to stumble on. I've stumbled on paved sidewalks. I've tripped over store and restaurant entrances. I've suffered three bike accidents in seven years. I haven't tripped in some time now, but only because I've reduced the amount of time I spend seeing the world and spend more time watching the trail itself and the sidewalk itself and the road and the step into and out of the shower. Did I miss seeing a beautiful bird? Did I miss a cool car or bike? Or did I miss an interesting landscape? Absolutely, I'm sure I have, and I hate it. But I hate being in a cast or an ER even more. What? You you miss those trips to the ER? <laughs> I've had several. Know. That's what a life's high points, right? Sitting in an emergency room at ER. I should have we, put that we, down as something I hate. I've got a related one to Richard's. I don't have the stamina that I had mm. in my 30s. That bugs me. I mean, I go out to mow the back lawn and it wipes me out. I got to sit down and, you know, drink some iced tea and and recover from Mm it. That wasn't always true. Mm -hmm. So same sort of thing as as we get older, our bodies lose some strength, some stamina, some ability to stay uh, as coordinated as we were. Mm -hmm. As much as we like to not admit that, it's still true. It truly is. That brings me to something I was going to mention, which is what I call the the old man in the mirror syndrome. Uh-oh. You haven't I've eliminated all the mirrors I, in your house yet? I, I've heard of that. <laughs> well, that's what I should do. <laughs> to this day, and it's been happening for the last 15 or 20 years, you go into the bathroom, you walk past the mirror, and you look over and you say, oh my God, that's me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just that's doesn't. Right. We tend to think we are actually 10, 15 years younger than we really are. So when we get up in the morning, wander into the bathroom, and look at that strange old man in the mirror, <laughs> you're thinking, get out of my life, dude. Yeah. I'm not liking this at all. You don't belong here. But it's that's really part true. of getting older, right? With your mm-hmm. your stamina goes down, your physical appearance changes. It's just kind of the visual aspect, I would say, of aging. Let me lend myself to that one. One of the things that I've gotten irritated by is how more and more people, especially young people, when they're serving me or or we're walking around, something's going on, and they call me sir. Oh, no, you took my sir. (laughs) (laughs) It drives me crazy. I mean, when you were in your professional life, yeah, people would call you boss or chief or something that was work-related, but sir is somehow a sign that people think you're old and you look it. Sir is what they call your father. <laughs> yes, that's good. 
Here's another one that wasn't on my list, but the, the truth of the matter is, I think we're all now the oldest people in our families. Right? Oh, yeah. Is there yes. anybody? Is there anybody in your family that's older older than you? No. Do you have any uncles or aunts left or anything like that? No. None. No. We I'm we the are. Old, I'm the oldest among the cousins. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Thanks for reminding us, Randy. It's uh, <laughs> you know, hey, we're on the topic, gentlemen. Yes. Sorry to bring it up. I hate being the I'm... oldest person in the room. <laughs> <laughs> we're no longer the youngest people in the room. I think we should learn to embrace, sir. Though. Treat it as a sign of respect. <laughs> and sometimes it's actually done that way. I've heard people call me sir, and it wasn't with that kind of whiny little, come on, sir, get out of the way. Hmm. You're moving too slowly. I think it was a sign of respect. But that happens every now and then. So maybe we should accept the fact that we indeed are. Sir Richard, Sir Randy, and Sir Gary. <laughs> <laughs> We're royalty now. All right. Yeah. I've got another one. Now, this kind of harkens back to what we've been talking about for the last 10 minutes, which is the eels and pills discussions. Oh, God. Oh. It's so easy to go down that rabbit hole of organ recitals. What's not working today? The medical system is a mess. My knees are killing me. <laughs> you know the ritual. And it's easy money to place a wager when a bunch of old people get together and just bet how long they can go before somebody mentions one of their ailments, the medications they're taking, their last visit to a doctor, five minutes max. And I've tested this now and then. <laughs> That's it, <laughs> well, five minutes. And the other thing, Gary, is that after that five minutes and they start talking about ills and pills, you can't turn it off. It goes oh, for no. 25 minutes after that. Absolutely. Yeah, it's an endless litany of aches and pains. But that's part of getting old. We don't have to like that part. I actually try to make an effort not to say things like that. Right. Well, you were the one that said, don't ask an old person, how are you? Because <laughs> you're going to find out for yeah. absolute certain. You will find out. And you may not really want to know. Okay, anybody else have another one? I've got one. It's not quite so serious. I miss talking on the phone. Oh. Have you noticed oh. that in an age where everybody has a phone in their pocket, nobody uses it as a phone anymore? All the generations younger than us, they don't use their phones as phones. Remember in the old days, gentlemen, there was one phone in the house. Mm -hmm. It was usually mounted on the kitchen wall. That's right. Talking on the phone was such such a delight and such a, a luxury. It's like, wow. We don't even have to go to their house. We can talk to them on the phone. <laughs> now I carry this phone around. It never rings, ever. It beeps when somebody texts me. Guess what? It's still called a phone. It does a million things. But we still refer to it as the phone. Right. Where's my phone? I actually don't miss talking on the phone. I really love texting. To me, that's a way to have a conversation. Oh, Richard, there's <laughs> one in every crowd. <laughs> Come on. He's a kid. He never, never he's been a, a kid. I, he's, he's 16. I've never <laughs> been a phone person. I've never been good on the phone. Some people give good phone, not me. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of phones and old people. We're talking about conversation and talking. What about this one? I hate this one. Forgetting words you know perfectly well. You know the right word, but you can't find it until an hour later. It drives me absolutely crazy. And that word pops up, 
And you go, that's it. That's the word. Why didn't I have it in at my disposal an hour ago? No explanation. <laughs> <laughs> We've all done that. Yeah. But it's even worse when it's somebody's name or something. You oh, know, it's boy, like yeah. you're talking to somebody <laughs> about somebody else, and then you can't recall the name. And you know, you've known this person for 30 years. Exactly. You're hoping somebody else walks up and says hello to them and uses their name. So you're off the hook. <laughs> That's right. It's, because you've been so friendly chatting with this good buddy of yours, oh. and you can't remember his name. Oh, my goodness. I got one He's, more. One more. You got another one. Go ahead. Balance. It's gone. It's evaporated. I've now made a habit of hiking fire roads and not trails. I'm a lot more careful on my bike than I was, say, 10 years ago. And when I'm putting on my pants in the morning, I have to hold on to something. <laughs> it's just plain aggravating. There's no, no balance. Don't make that confession. <laughs> you know, raise your hands. We're on a Zoom sort of a call. All right, raise your hand if you've ever fallen down putting on a pair of pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you oh there's three hands <laughs> up. <laughs> How come they don't have those holding bars in closets? I'm, I'm using that as a test of aging. I've only tripped once. So I'm in this thing telling myself I'm still young as long as I can stand up and put my pants on. <laughs> when I have to sit down and put my pants on, then I'm as old as Richard. So what Yet the another thing that separates Gary and me. <laughs> man. Oh, man. All right. I'm going to piggyback on that one because I have basically lost my sense of smell. Oh. I don't have much of a sense of smell anymore. Oh. Patty or somebody, anybody, comments on, oh, doesn't that smell good? Can you smell those flowers? Well, for me, the answer is usually no. But I remember what they used to smell like. Yeah. I just, I don't have that sense anymore. Yeah. You know, I lost my sense of smell about 10 years ago. Total, complete loss. Mm. It's a little sad. I've kind of gotten over it. And what I tend to do is I use other people to do what I call safety smelling. If I'm cooking and there's something in the refrigerator that's been opened, I'll take it out and I'll ask B, smell it. Mm. She's my tester. It's very common with older men is to lose their sense of smell. And it's not a, an unusual thing. And I kind of miss some good smells like chocolate chip cookies, baking in oh, the yeah, oven. Oh, there's, there's some really good smells out there. I know. Well, guys, this was interesting. It's... Kind of fun, a little bit sad at times, yeah. but yeah. worth doing. Let's close the show on a positive note. Let's each of us find one thing that we really like about getting old. Randy, why don't you start this one? Well, as you get older, you have more control over your time. You're less structured in the traditional sense of the word. So I like being able to eat dinner whenever I want to. Sometimes it's mm. 4.30. Sometimes it's 9.30. I'll eat dinner when I'm hungry. You're not getting happy I'll... hour for that one, though. <laughs> well, that's a whole different discussion. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Just giving yourself the flexibility to just kind of just go with the way you feel about what you're supposed to be doing at what time. Yeah. I call it the freedom from the tyranny of other people's schedules. Huh, Work, that's good. kids. Yeah. so true. Social stuff. It's just like, wow, I can go hiking anytime I want in the middle of the day. Yeah. How cool is that? Yeah. Picking up in your theme of happy hour, I think one of the great 
things about getting old is senior discounts. How can you you not like something that's cheaper? I love that. Hey, old man, tired of paying full price? We'll give you a senior discount. And Gary, I've I've always loved your polyester pants. (laughs) <laughs> but what a deal. I got such a deal. And the and the Brussels sprouts, 10 pounds of Brussels sprouts. I hate Brussels sprouts, but the deal was hard to beat. Oh, boy. <laughs> hey, well, Richard, now come on. You and I know that we go to this restaurant early to catch the cheap drinks and the cheap food, right? I it's a we nice restaurant. there to look at girls. <laughs> There's a lot of girls our age there, true. <laughs> our age there, right? Okay, what do you like about getting old, Richard? Uh, you're going to love this one. I love my nap. <laughs> I knew it. I knew look, you were going to say something about naps. We are, look, look. Forever, it doesn't take. You don't have to be old. Forever, we all have down times during the day. Times when you're just not going to be as productive as other times during the day. Mine was always between 3 and 3.30 p.m. And there I am in my office in the newsroom, and I got to disguise the fact that I'm a total dullard between those (laughs) during that half hour. Well, now I don't have to disguise anything. I can just say, I can give myself permission to take a nap. All right, Richard, wait until we're done with the show, though, okay? Yeah, please. (laughs) What do you mean? I've been napping the whole time. (laughs) That pillow behind his head is kind of a giveaway. He's he's out as soon as this episode is over. (laughs) Oh, that's great. This really was fun. And we got it off our chest, right? We all had a few things to complain about, things we hate about aging. It's behind yeah, us. Yeah, I got the grumpiness out of me. I'm ready to go do something fun. <laughs> I'm going to do something fun. What about you folks out there in podcast land? Are there things you hate about getting old? What about the good things you have learned and to appreciate as we age? Let us know. We'd love to hear your thoughts on this topic. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. Join us next week when we continue our discussion on things we actually like about getting old. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe to Camp Codger on your favorite podcast app or sign up on our website. As always, we would love to hear from you. Drop us an email at campcodger at gmail.com, post a comment at www.campcodger.com, or leave a voicemail at 505-216-6171.